0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tons of people
1: take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods probiotics and adoptogens to help you start your day right this special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health the nervous system immune system energy recovery focus and aging it's lifestyle friendly adopting to a wide range of diets it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
2: Hey, Ralph, Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got, the, got a little intel. Your Saints
1: Happy Hour podcast? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what, You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Uh, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in a big trouble, pal. He's a shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh know that life is good. Appreciate it, do what you do, keep on keeping on. Shooter
1: out! <laughs> oh! And everybody, welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of week where we are on the Twitter Spaces. Join us every week. We do it Wednesday, Thursday. We're on Twitter Spaces. We're talking Saints. We're having a blast. we got a ton of people in the room tonight. It's going to be great. But if you're listening to the free version of this show, support the show. We had 2,300 people listen to the big show Monday. The free version of it, support the show so we can keep Thomas making sound bites like Smoke Monday every day so we can keep doing fun stuff we need your support to keep that happening it's a freaking dollar seventy-five a week and you get access to everything we do $7 go to the $10 level you get the booze bundle it's amazing you should do it support the show make our dreams come true uh, it's a Starbucks so do it uh, Andrew, the Saints, the draft, the review of it, get to Honey Badger, we'll get to Sony Michelle and Jarvis Landry, but I'm going to start here. I have had a freaking enough of these nerds. I listen to Mina Kine's podcast, I listen to Robert Mays, I listen to Nate Tice, I'm tired of the draft nerds ripping on the Saints and saying, oh, they got fleeced by the Eagles. Mickey Loomis doesn't know what he's doing. I understand that they don't respect Mickey Loomis's lifestyle choices. I understand that they have their slide rules and their charts and all this. And I understand that Mickey Loomis is a little bit reckless. I get all of that. I get it. But acknowledge 58 wins in five years, nerds. Egg, egg fucking knowledge it. That's what I want. I don't care if they like it. I don't care if they think it's a good idea. But acknowledge that the Saints win and the Cleveland Browns just got cleared of tanking by the commissioner. Andrew, they had a four-year plan, a giant binder of a four-year plan. You know where it led them? It led them to fucking nowhere. And I'm just (laughs) tired. And I'm just tired. I'm tired of these nerds saying all this stuff about the draft. And you might not like the Saints. You better learn, as 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 Kevin would say, Rick Flair. You better learn to love it because it's the best thing going. And the Saints are winning. And maybe the Saints are right. And all these nerds, all they want is either either you're on the you know Austin Gale was like either you're on the path to the Super Bowl or you're not. And you need to make the decision on what you want to do. How about this? How about the Saints try to win nine, ten, eleven games in the crappy NFC? Get in the playoffs and see what happens instead of doing a full rebuild where you don't know what it's going to happen. And you know what? Me personally, I pay two grand for Saints season tickets. I'm pretty stoked that they're trying to win.
3: Yeah, so I'm a season – I mean, tons of things to say about this. But first of all, I'm a season ticket holder. Um, And I've been a season ticket holder since 2005, 2006. And I've been going to Saints games in person since like, early 90s 92 i think was maybe 1990 was the first game i ever went to when i was 10 years old mm-hmm. but so i've been, i've been going to saints games forever and what i've observed is that you know about 10% of the 70,000 fans that are in the superdome are like us ralph like they care about the analytics they care about the roster they care about individual players you 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 know just like The details, right? They care about the the minutia. And then there's everyone else. So about 90% of those people in that 70,000, they just want to be entertained. They just want to have fun. They're there on game day, on a Sunday, and all they want to see is a close game, a fun game, and hopefully the Saints win. But if not, like hopefully they – they 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 did embarrass us you know and and they gave it a good try and 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 it was three hours of fun and we cheered when they scored touchdowns whatever so my my point in saying all this which is kind of long-winded i apologize but my, my point is most saints fans like you're giving them their money's worth if you're competitive so, like, all these stat nerds, they're – like, of course I want a Super Bowl. Of course – we all do. Of course we want that. But this prism, this, this, underst- th- th- this world that we live in where it's like you either have to rip it to the studs and have tons of draft picks and attempt to build from the bottom or be a Super Bowl contender but nothing in between is – I get that that's what the stat nerds want, but like, I don't know, a team that wins ten games and makes the playoffs but doesn't win the Super Bowl. Widely entertaining, like, dude, dude, I haven't left yet. Won one Super Bowl in my (laughs) life.
6: That's right. You
3: know, I, 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 I'm still obsessed every year. I haven't left, so maybe, just maybe, being competitive, winning games. Having a winning season, going to the playoffs, having a shot at winning your division—maybe Ralph, just maybe—that's enough. And I will point this out: I've had enough playoff heartbreak in my life. Where I expected the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, I expected them to win, and you know what? It blew in my blew up in my face because of playoff heartbreak, of fluke plays, of referee decisions, of the Saints getting screwed all of it i i've experienced all of it and you know what at the end of the day maybe we're freaking due for backing (laughs) into the playoffs at nine and eight and not being that good and somehow getting to the super bowl like the giants did with eli manning maybe you know what maybe we're due for that with the amount of getting screwed we've gotten over the years
1: dude people will be sending me if that happens my my entire timeline, Kevin, will just be people pulling up old Jameis Winston tweets where I was like, I don't know about Jameis. I like him, but I doubted him. And uh, I'm here for it. Like if people want to pull up the receipts on me, I don't care. But, uh, Kevin, to Andrew's point about there's, there's, there's no the, – the nerds don't like the middle ground. When as a fan do you look at your team – and you think, okay, it's time. Like we have to rebuild. We have to kind of take a step back and and do the, the 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 draft picks and the rebuild thing. Like when is a when is a fan? Do you look at the Saints? Like is it are there like a is there like a ripcord? Are there certain things that you look for? Not just losses, but like. When when do you look at your team? and like okay, it's time. It's time. We're not. We're not. We're not competitive anymore. We have to do. We have to do some serious thinking about what this team needs to be and what their goals should be.
7: Well, I think the pro. I think that's part of the problem is sort of sitting around waiting for the for things to completely fall apart and bottom out before you, before you start looking at it. Okay, now we need to go into a rebuild mode and all this other kind of stuff. I think you you should always be looking at retooling and 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 trying different things and figuring out what's work, what's working, and then yeah, right, sticking with it and maybe making little tweaks here and there, but you know your your franchise, your your head honcho coach of you know 14, 15 years leaves, your franchise quarterback, you know, the two cornerstones of the whole franchise leave. Uh, I where figured now, where, where, where now and next year, now and next year, as good a time as any to to be doing some some moving and shaking because if this, because my my fear is that the team falls apart and 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 we don't know how to claw how to claw our way back.
1: You know what?
3: That's all. That's all good and great, and that's 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 football talk. But Kevin, you're here, so. Let's hear about this workout, dude. Uh, I wanna tell I
1: want to tell y'all this. I, I want to tell y'all how excited. And we're going we're gonna to talk to KB in a second, but I want to give y'all a snapshot <laughs> of how excited people are. I went to physical therapy today because I'm crippled and I have cerebral palsy and my foot and calf is a wreck. My foot? My foot. My therapist. Earl, do you know what he was wearing today, Andrew? Teron Matthew jersey? He was wearing a number seven LSU Teron Matthew jersey. That's the level of excitement Saints fans have about the Honey Badger. I'm in Houston. I'm not even in New Orleans. I'm not even in Baton Rouge.
3: Wait, hold on a second. Did you just completely change the subject and hijack talking about Kevin's workout date? No, oh.
7: no, no, no. Look, man. You, look, look. Y'all got two people on deck here that that have valuable we're get input. To, I'm we're sure get to, we can we we're, can get to me. We can get, get, to, get to me. Get, get, no, get no, the guests. No. Get the guests. Give
3: us, no, give us the Cliff Notes version. I need to know. We all know. No,
7: I, I, Andrew, have I ever given the Cliff Notes version <laughs> oh, on geez. any date before? A Cliff so quit me
1: minute soliloquy that come on so, you know, you knew it so please let's go to kb kb thank you kb you had like we've had four four days to sort of five days to sort of marinate in the draft and honey badger how are you feeling on this thursday night
0: i'm feeling pretty good i don't i don't know about y'all but i'm pretty hyped for football season Oh, i'm
1: hyped.
3: I'm, i can't i can't get here soon enough KB, isn't it is, is today your birthday or was that yesterday
0: no, it's my adoption anniversary. Congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
0: Well, thank you. That's a big thing. It is. I'm happy to be here.
1: <laughs> so, so when you look, when you think of this draft, and and you you think of of honey badger, and and, and you look at it, what do you what, what do you think of? Like, if I said to you, KB, Mickey Loomis, they're having a meeting today, and he's like, I got. He's he's telling Dennis Allen and he's telling he's telling Ireland and the pro personnel guys. He's like, I got okay, we got we got like four million dollars of budget left. I can, I, we can do we can do Jarvis Landry, we can do Sony Michelle. Maybe if Akeem Hicks wants to come in on like a, do a discount or something, we could do him too. But we only got like budget for one more dude. Akeem Hicks is not happening. <laughs> I can promise you, but but KB, what are you doing? If you got if you got one, if you, if you're Mickey Loomis and you got like one, and you can add one more dude before camp, and you sort of wrap up this the the off season before everybody goes on vacation, they come back in July.
0: I mean, you got to go Jarvis, right? Like you have no choice but to kind of go receiver. And I feel like, can I like toot Jameis Winston's horn for a second? Go ahead. Because I'm so tired of this. Well, if Javis throws six picks, but the Saints are holding teams to three points, like that's never happened. And I—I
1: <laughs> right. saw you tweet that. Literally.
0: Yeah. But I think, like, seriously, like he was first, um, in CPOE on the outside the pocket in the entire league, and that includes like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, who kind of purely ex- execute outside the pocket. And he was first in CPOE, completion percentage over expected. So I think, you know, he deserves a little bit more credit. And I think our defense is essentially set. We have the pieces that, um, you know, that Dennis Allen really likes, flexibility at safety, kind of that versatility in the back seven that he likes, that covers those cover seven variations that we've talked about. And I think now it's about setting up the offense to – kind of complement that in order to go win a Super Bowl this year or at least be in contention for one and that revolves around the receiving core and then the offensive line that Jameis Winston's going to get to play behind.
1: Jameis set an all-time record last year of most times a quarterback ran and it was comical yet effective like Jameis running there's something to me about it that is hilarious, and yet the dude is kind of really good at it. But what is what are you... Because me and Andrew were arguing about this. I don't know if we are arguing about... Uh, we were arguing about it on the Mailbag podcast that'll that'll be for patrons late next week. But we can talk about it here too. What's realistic... What's a realistically good season for Olave in your mind, KB? Because I know you watch the film and you know it. But what's, what's the expectations for you of like that's a really freaking good season by him. Like, wh- what do you, what do you, what do you expect, and what are you hoping for? That's realistic. KB, you gotta unmute yourself.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talking into nothing. Um, I would say like maybe that 700 receiving yards range. He doesn't have to be a, a thousand yard impact receiver, but that's as what a I said. Net, I Maybe in that 700 to 750 yards receiving, I don't know, maybe 10 touchdowns <laughs> to start with. 10.
1: That's a lot of touchdowns. Ooh, that is... You don't
0: think he could do one every other game? I was thinking
3: I, 700 yards but like five touchdowns. Yeah, I was thinking like – I,
0: was I thinking... just think of him – I just think of the way Jameis would want to use him and I just see him like – you know, they just uncork it to him, just like randomly. And I could just see that working. I, I okay, maybe think, I'll say six and a half. Oh, I'll take I the think, over. I think. I think Taysom scores
3: ten touchdowns if he's healthy. Wow, I really do. We we will have so much as a as a as a full time positional player. full time
0: quarterback draw at the two yard line. Right. <laughs> I think as a full
3: time positional player, I I think. Is a double-digit touchdown guy. I really do.
1: If if Taysom scores more than five touchdowns, do we need to hire an intern and their job is to just dunk on all the analytics people that hate Taysom about the hundred and forty million dollar fake contract? Do we need to hire an intern and their job is to just yell at all the Taysom haters the rest of the year after he
0: scores? Oh no, that's me. You can bring that hatred right over here because I hated Taysom Hill last year. <laughs> oh. I never want to see Taysom Hill on the football field unless there's two yards to go.
1: You'd be so good at AKB. I mean, you can't deny you, Okay. You can't deny Have lady. you seen
0: that man's arm? It, oh, God. The footwork, the mechanics. It's just, it's just fifth grade.
3: Yeah, but what about as a tight end? What?
0: He's fine as a tight end. He's physical. He's got decent hands. I mean, they're certainly better out there on the market, but that flexibility and the way they tried to insert him into drives when Jameis would get into a rhythm, they're like, oh, it's third and six. Let's put Taysom at quarterback. Like, that doesn't make any sense, and hopefully we're done with that and I never have to think it again. is. I,
1: I think I think, you, you like, Taysom, what do you think? Like, three quarterback plays a game, Andrew, and it'll all be short yard? I, I, yes, yes.
0: Only draws, right? We're saying like only like a Uh, inside zone. I feel like
3: like the season's a win if Taysom passes seven times or less. And and it's like draw plays on third and one where it looks like it's a run, you know, and then he throws it. So like seven passes for the season, max.
0: Now, Well, now that they said he's not going to play quarterback, if something happens to Jameis, is he not the replacement?
3: Correct. You go to Andy Dalton. Oh my God,
1: he's still, he's still the tight.
0: I forgot Andy Dalton was on the team.
1: <laughs> I did too, yeah. and then Andrew just that brought he... it back. I hate he's the, he's the he's the red rifle.
0: It's, he, I think what? it's like Andy. It's just a birthright for Andy Dalton to just be on every team before he retires.
1: He might. I mean, he wasn't bad with the Bears. Like he wasn't an atrocity. Um, we got a bunch he of. He wasn't him. good. Kevin, I wanted to say, do you want to take your victory lap? Because I feel like on the big show, we were talking about jerseys and like how, how many jerseys will Math, will Honey Badger have in the Superdome come up September? And he broke the NFL.com website for pre-orders. I feel like seeing that. I feel like there's an outside shot. We were talking like, can he be top three? I think there's an outside shot come kickoff. Uh, week one. If the Saints play, I feel like there's an outside shot that he might have the most jerseys of anyone currently on the team.
7: Uh, I mean that's a that's a f- fair assessment right now. But I'm I'm just happy. Look, it looks like he's going to be on his way to being top three and probably top two. He'll he'll. I can totally see him eclipsing Michael Thomas. We said that on the big show. But yeah, it's it's exciting to have a player on the team that everybody seems enthusiastic about and everybody's gung-ho for. I just, I, I, I just want them to, to do well on the field and, and everybody to have like a, and for it to just be a feel good story about the guy who went to LSU was in, was a Heisman finalist, kicked ass, played, you know, played pro did well and, 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 and came back home like that. That's a yeah. great story. And, and I, 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 I want shit like that. It's I fun. always want
3: shit like it's that. Fun. Right. And, you know, it's fun, right? it's see, fun seeing the Saints post his whole, uh, you know, his, his picture and everything, and then having a Saint Aug jersey. It was so good. You, you you had the LSU jersey, you had the Saints jersey, but then Saint Aug. It's like, and then that's where you realize that like he is living out every New Orleans kid's dream. And, and it was to play high school football, then LSU football, then Saints. Football, I, you know, like
1: and it was interesting that the saints social media guy, I forget his name. Uh, you, you're, you're friendly with him, Andrew. I'm, I'm totally blanking on his name, but he's in charge of the Saint social media. And he tweeted out that the graphics guy, he's like, I'm glad that honey badger signed. <laughs> Cause our graphics guy, he worked like 20 or 30 hours on the, the pic." And I was like, wow, that picture! I mean, it was amazing and ridiculous, but, um, I feel great about this team. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Budrich. Budrich, the draft for the Saints. I look at it. I kind of like the Air Force guy, the, the one of the Jacksons. I like him better than Taylor. Uh, um, and I'm sort of mi- I'm sort of mixed, on penning on how fast he can be good. But I just look at the Saints, and they're off season. And yeah, everything happened at the back end, which was weird, but. If you told us in February that on March 5th, happy Cinco de Mayo everybody, that we would be here with this roster and how they constructed it, I think we'd have been pretty freaking pleased with it. There you go. Uh,
6: okay, so start off with like the uh J- the second Jackson, the defensive lineman, Jordan. I think yeah, Jordan, yeah, I, for some reason I'm stuck on Justin and that's just a former Chargers running back that's in free agency. But uh, with Jordan Jackson, I think he could be interesting. He's another tweener guy. Mm-hmm. And his biggest thing first, he needs to fill out his frame. He's They have listed previously as 294, which is solid for defensive tackle. But he can definitely add more, which is pretty good. I guess for him to make the roster, he has to show – he has to have similar to what al Alkadi Muhammad had when he was a rookie here. in Wow, that, that,
3: that's that's quite a take that a draft pick has to show promise to make a team. <laughs> You're really going out on a limb there.
7: Well,
6: I, well, I think he's coming for Malcolm Roach's spot because <laughs> I think I think he's not going to make the team this year. I think he's going. I think they're going to cut him.
3: No, I no that that's a good point. Now, I I I'm I'm giving you a hard time, but no, I do think yeah. But like, Coach and uh, and uh, what's the what's the, Albert Huggins? Those two yeah. in particular, defensive tackles. Like, I, I do think you know they're on high alert.
6: Yeah, when I when I did that post drafting for for Substack, I wrote both Albert Huggins and Malcolm Rush because I'm sure Dennis Allen also looked at the interior defense line, going, we did not get enough interior pass rush. And Roach and Huggins, both those guys were supposed to be somewhat good at pass rushing, and they and they just were non factors. That's yeah. why they brought in Kentavious Street and Jaleel Johnson too. I
1: Kevin, Kevin point. is is Dave? Thanks, bo- Butters. Thanks, Butters. Is da- is Dave yeah. bothering you on a daily basis on the trade up to so you can make sure that he gets smoke Monday? Is he is he texting you like every day? Like offers. Uh pestering you, annoying you. Is he you? trying
3: to get out of the a lobby? He's not getting deal. out of that.
1: Like I got no oh. I I got Andrew Stevens, our great ad guy from Sports Drink, who who helps us with the advertising. He said, Tell me he texted me today. He said, Ralph he
3: still owes me a bucket of athletic greens, by the way.
1: Yeah. He, he he texted me today though. He said by the way, he said the Monday show was awesome. But he said, Tell me the date and the time. I will be there with Dave at Olave Garden, and I will videotape it for you. Yes. So so we got that. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, Vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. But is Dave, is Dave bothering you uh, on the trade-up? Um,
7: I can't say for certain, but but the, the, the last uh, two days I have received overnight shipments of very fine quality olive oil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say rum.
7: I'm sure that's next.
3: We've got to get to all these speakers. we got a bunch of them. So we're going to get to all of you. We promise. Yep. Mitch up next unmute yourself uh somehow what's, mitch, what's up I, I, I was not i have not been following you until just now which is mind numbing to me because you have followed me forever you have tweeted at me i know your name <laughs> and somehow like dude yeah like, a culpa that's awful i i am now following you just so we're clear cool um, so that's that, that has been fit that has been fixed but uh mitch mitch how you feeling about the saints Good. Year. I just wanted to say, well,
2: just just in general, like I was listening to, I think, um, you know, Dennis Allen was on uh, Rich Eisen today and listening mm-hmm. to that clip. It almost sounded like an early Sean Payton, like in his first year. Like, I love Sean, and I don't want I'm I wish he was still there, but I think Sean arrogancy was in the middle, and then the burnout Sean was at the end. I think we're almost getting – a Sean Payton out, I know he's not an offensive guy, but just like talking about Michael Thomas, like, yeah, we're going to – he's coming back, Alave, um, Tyra Matthew. Just, I, I don't think – I think the Saints are in for a really good year. And I know everybody uh, – Saints fans, me too, think the league's against them. I think that might turn a little bit now. I really do. Ooh, I think interesting. I, yeah. I think – I can see that I can just see the leadership You know the defense is going to be I think they're going to be I don't want to say great I think they're going to be really good uh, Sneaky good You know when Drew came in He was coming off a bad injury Winston's coming off an injury Not a bad injury But it's kind of getting a little eerie How that's lining up Just wanted your guys' thoughts on that So,
1: Well I, I'm glad that Jameis is back To giving us his, his hilarious training that's videos That's all I got so that's nice. He's back to doing his hilarious training videos, which is nice. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Mitch. No, that's good stuff.
3: No, I, I agree. I, I think at the end of the day, and Ralph, my God, your cats. Make him stop. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I think it's one of those things where when you look at the Saints this season, the NFC is so bad. They've done a good job with their roster, and I'm optimistic about how it's going to look. So – Mitch, you're, you've, you're always a great supporter. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, we got a bunch of speakers that are muted here, so let's go to the next one. Uh, Tommy, you keep raising your hand. So, at Semsters eight college scout podcast or something. I don't know. What you got for us?
8: Tommy? What's up, man? What's up? Uh, I'm just asking, do you think we need to add to the, uh, our O-line?
3: Yeah, I do, actually. So, I, I would say, look, Trevor Penning was a critical add. And now with James Hurst, you know, he's potentially a reserve if he doesn't start for you. But he's your kind of fallback at left tackle if Trevor Penning isn't ready. And yet, I would say at guard, he's, he's such a question mark that then you go to Throckmorton, and that doesn't seem like a obvious guy to me. So... Lost Will also, is also still think,
1: on the team, Ralph. I don't think. I don't think so. I want to so. say he signed somewhere else. I they need a
3: they need a veteran guard to kind of be in the mix to compete. I think Tommy,
1: because because here is the thing, fans' patience has run out, and me and Kevin's patience have run out. Like I will lose. Like Ruiz, he doesn't get. He gets a bad. He has a bad series opening week Kevin I'm done with him like (laughs) he has no rope none
3: Tommy did you have anything else
9: yeah do you think uh, we signed Jarvis Landry Mm.
3: I think uh, the the drafting of Olave especially with the 11th overall pick I mean I I, I would love to have Landry but realistically Landry wants 10 million dollars a year and that's not what you pay for your number three receiver so if he was going to be the number two guy I think he would potentially still come. It's kind of it's kind of like if they had drafted a safety instead of Olave, then Matthew wouldn't be coming and Landry would be. But because they drafted a receiver and not a safety, Matthews here. But I I, I think Landry's out. So I I think it's unlikely. So hey, Tommy, thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, dropping in. Yeah, I did. Hey, and,
1: and Landry, I think has not only that he has better landing spots like Baltimore. And he, other, has options, and yeah. other he has options in other places that I think. But here's the thing: What if he doesn't get a better option? What if he doesn't get a better offer anywhere? Because I feel like the Saints made the Honey Badger move right Monday. They were like Sunday night it leaked, and it's like boom, done. Monday morning, before we're, a lot of us are finished our second cup of coffee, it was done. I feel like yeah. that didn't happen with Landry. Landry might be in a position where. He ain't getting the ten million dollars a year. He's gonna have to take that crummy one-year five million dollar deal, and
3: well, and then it starts to make more sense where he's the number three receiver for the Saints. So yeah, I'm with you. Like if it gets to a point where it's like whatever I take is gonna be beneath me, then the Saints start to make more sense. You know, so yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, Aaron Davis, uh, and by the way, look saints podcast is ours obviously the saints happy hour podcast you should never listen to any other saints podcast <laughs> because we're the greatest that's right but venture out and maybe something else aaron davis he, he is the founder of the black and gold breakdown podcast um he, he's great he's awesome and he comes on here sometimes and hangs out with us so aaron unmute yourself what you got
9: well first of all you're not better than me I'll I'll I'll, put that,
3: I'll put that out there
9: right now. All right, it is what it is. Well, second of all, I want to give a shout out to Dennis Allen, mainly because I can't remember over the last three to four off seasons where the Saints had a really productive, a really productive off season, and that's mainly because Dennis Allen's done the more common sense moves than you know, than what we were really uh, used to with Sean Payton. So shout out to the shout out to Dennis Allen with that. You really <sighs> right. uh, know I'm gonna I'm gonna,
3: te- I'm gonna test that theory real quick. I'm gonna test common that Common sense. Theory. I say common sense now. I only, only asked this because <laughs> the... Ohio okay. State really changed that much.
1: Yeah, it's still – the Saints are still – the, Ohio State is still there's still the triple-A team for the Saints.
9: Well, yeah, obviously, obviously. But with that said, there were some things I wanted to bring up that a lot of people probably aren't going to look at. Deontay Hardy is going to be the guy you need to watch out for this year, mainly because of Rashid Shahid from Weber State. Rasheed Shaheed set the NCAA record for most kickoff returns for touchdowns with seven. He is an elite, he is an elite return specialist. And if Deontay Hardy ends up having, I would say, an injury riddled season this year or this upcoming year, I would not be surprised if they let him walk and, and let Rasheed Shaheed bring up the fifth receiving uh the fifth receiving spot on the depth chart just so they can have Here, here's, a, you know, here's not a, have much of a drop off uh, for special
1: teams here's, how do you like this for a crazy summertime theory Aaron, Aaron I want you to chime in too Kevin Deontay Hardy struggles the new return guy FCS record I won't butcher his name from Weber State he kills it would they trade Deontay Hardy to a team uh, that needed a returner?
9: Well, I would say no, mainly because you have to factor in that and this is just me going off what I've heard. I'm not I'm not saying this is a guarantee, but there's been rumors or reports that Rashid Zahid is injured right now with an ACL. Ah. Uh. So if that if that ends up being that ends up being true then there's no way he'll see the field this year.
1: He oh I mean, he, he 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 could be he he could, he's a Aaron he's that means he's a prime candidate for the for the uh even though he's gone we can still call it the Sean Payton annual uh red shirt year.
9: Quite possibly? Another name I want you guys to look out for is Demarco Jackson, the fifth round pick from from App State. I'm going to tell you why. Demarco Jackson was a two-time All Sun Belt, and just this last year he was 2021 Sun Belt Defensive Player of the Year. He made first-team All Sun Belt this year and 2022nd team All Sun Belt in 2020. He came away with a with his actual season high in total tackles, sacks, uh, passes defended. Demarco Jackson is a guy that that has great instincts as a lion as an inside linebacker. I think he really fits in behind, you know, Demario Davis and aging Demario Davis. Will he play this year? Not on defense, but I would look out for him on special teams. But I do believe he makes the final roster after training camp.
1: Thank thanks, Aaron. That's a great point. I, I need the thing that I need is I need um, I need tips on on, on, UD, on my UDFA son to pick Andrew. Because I don't get smoke Monday, do I pick crawl? Now they telling me the one the one guy that I was thinking of picking he's going to be hurt. He might be a red shirt. It's it it gets it's dicey for the UDFA sun draft. The big board's in flux. Smoke Monday every day. <laughs> so we got blues fan. How are you feeling? How are you blues doing? By the way, uh,
5: game one of the Stanley Cup. You guys can hear me right. You're, you're good okay yeah just making sure uh yeah game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs it was it was great uh 1-4-0 second game it all started with a weird broken stick that turned into a goal for Minnesota and then just from there it was just a lot of weird bad luck for us and just shady penalty calls and uh I'm not really phased by it I'm looking forward to having a heart attack for game three
1: Every every time the, the NHL playoffs come on back, I'm like maybe I should get back together with hockey. I haven't been. Me and hockey broke up after the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in '94. Uh no. And I'm like maybe I should get back. Are you, back. Sure? Are you pick, sure about that? I should pick yeah. a team. Maybe get back in and that, but I never do. But I never do. Speaking of,
3: <laughs> you're making the right decision, Ralph. <laughs> I only, I have
1: I my I have a busy life. I only have so much sports I can follow. But blues fan, blues fan, what who who should I take? U, UDFA sun draft. Should I take Kroll? Uh Should it take Smith, the running back? Like who,
3: who?
5: Smoke
3: Monday. That's uh, I think
1: uh,
5: I I trust our wide receiver, so I, I'd say go for the running back. Um, that that but that's just me. I don't know. Everybody's got everybody you know everybody's got a different pair of eyes. Um, and my my question for you guys was. Um, like what scares you? Like obviously, I think we did pretty well, uh, draft class, and then obviously, you know, we still need to see them at training camp and preseason. But what scares you guys the most about the Saints? As in, our meaning? Like, what do this, Like, what is still a weak spot for the Saints at this point?
1: Kevin, you
3: can go so, too. I'll, I'll say, to go first, it's Andrew. Winston. It's Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston scares me the most. He's I better. still I, – I think, I think he's going to be good, especially if the protection is good. In right. the receiver room, it gets better. And the protection is good, all that. But, like, the running game. But, like, if Alvin Kamara is out for several weeks and all of a sudden you're trusting out Jameis Winston to do more than he's capable of, I, I still don't think the Saints are in – I, I think they're in a stable, decent situation at quarterback. I don't think they're in a great situation.
1: Kevin, what what do you fear about? What do you still fear about the twenty twenty two Saints?
7: Just in general,
1: I mean, a general, specific position, whatever. Like, what do you, what are you looking? At and you're like, oh, if that goes wrong, the season will be bad. Will not be fun. I
7: mean, I'm I'm gonna. I feel like the I feel like the easy answer. The the easy answer is to say Jameis, and so I'll avoid uh, repeating uh what uh what what blues fans said so i'll I'll just you, you mean what i said, yeah juge, what you said, i'm sorry, <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, kevin, mute yourself uh ben, <clears throat> thank you, freaking about football, unmute yourself, what you got
8: hey guys uh so I'm just going to say this. There were two Zions in this NFL draft and the saints came away with none of them yes, making this draft. a failure, Including
3: including Zion McCollum.
8: Yeah. Yeah. And now he's a Buckner. Uh I was, I had so many drafted tweets about Zion and Zion and they're all gone to waste. Yeah. Um,
1: a thousand memes died.
8: You know, uh, uh, other than that, i thought the draft was, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't know, like, half the players who (laughs) thing's drafted. I'm not going to say, oh, well, this guy looks good. I've never never watched a minute of Northern
1: Iowa football, and neither have you people. Let's not pretend like we knew Uh, who Trevor Penning was before draft season even existed. Don't even pretend.
8: We don't have to. I saw saw they had a 9.9 something RAS score. 9.95. Yeah, there we go. There we go. 9.95. Nine point nine five. I- I'm wondering. I'm wondering why they didn't draft some guy with a ten. Uh, th- that's that's what that's why I gotta tell you about that. Um, uh, but as far as uh, Tyron Matthew goes, I mean, it's, it's a great story. He's going to be uh, uh, the one. One of the best reasons I liked them signing him was you lost a bunch of leaders the past two off seasons. He's a dude that's well respected among the locker room. Uh, so, like at the very least, here he's going to add that and obviously he still has a lot of good play in him, I think. Um, As far as biggest concern, I I don't think it's close. I think it's Jameis, just because uh, there's two scenarios. One that's very unlikely uh, is that for Sean Payton actually, uh, he's actually garbage, and Sean Payton made him an above-average quarterback, which is very unlikely, but still a possibility, and then the more likely option where he's a solid starter, you're going to get to the playoffs, you're going to, you might win a playoff game, but he's really like just Jimmy G, and you know you're never going to win a championship with him. And if that ends up being the case, I have no idea where the Saints can get a franchise quarterback since they've pretty much threw all their assets into this
1: season. And then it becomes, and then it becomes, how much do you pay him? Like, you do. you know... Do you pay do you pay him thirty it's 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 cool. Like we we just said, like winning football games is fun, being relevant is fun, but do you pay him thirty, thirty-five million, or do you go and like, hey, let's try to get someone else? My biggest concern with the Saints, it's not Jameis. My biggest concern is Cam Jordan, Demario Davis are Really, really important to the Saints defense. We saw it when Cam Jordan had his resurgence starting against Tampa on that Sunday night and just went on a binge at the end of the year. Those two guys are in their 30s. If they decline, the defense could slide back. And if the defense slides back to, like, the 12th best defense, the 11th best defense, and the offense is just a little bit better in the passing game and Jameis is still kind of bumpy... And I think the Saints could be in that seven eight win range, and that's that's my biggest concern. And that's like, that's NFL purgatory. Yeah. Or, and and I just think defense. The thing is, the thing that made the Saints so special under Sean Payton was their offense. And the thing is, and I'll give this this I'll I'll admit this fully: the Staten nerds have it right. Offense is a much more consistent thing. Like when the Saints had Drew Brees. Their offense was good. Like even at the end, when he's he had no arm, they were still moving the ball. They were still scoring points. They're still top five, top six. Their passing game set so all kinds of records. Defenses can be awesome one year, the ninth best the next year. Awesome one year, the tenth best because it's physical. It's injuries, turnovers is a lot of luck. Um, so defenses are all over the place. So when you're a defensive based football team your variance is much, much higher. Um, So that's a concern. But I also think Honey Badger is going to create 15 turnovers, so it's going to be fine. (laughs) Uh, I'll
8: tell you one thing. Linebacker, I agree with. With defensive end, at least the Saints have a couple of options in case Cam declines out. Both options are injury-prone defensive ends from small schools, from Texas for some reason. So hopefully one works out um but at least they have two very injury prone options uh,
1: so thanks for freaking about football and 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 another thing that's, that's it's 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 concerned me like i know he's good but like kevin are we sure like are we sure like will lutz is going to come back and be a really really good kicker like
10: you stole my thunder
7: <laughs> but josh you go on ahead then man no, 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 Josh. I'm,
10: I'm, I'm here for window dressing. You go on ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. as like, I think we're really missing it all. Uh, is I think what scares me the most is Will Lutz. Uh, that's the number one thing because, I mean, if you look at it, our kicking game was atrocious last year. And it was. It cost us a few games. It, it to me, it cost us a playoff spot. Our kicking game. Like there's a few games we could have won if it was not for a, a few point differential of the kids. Brian, Brian Johnson. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a terrible. And, and I go back and look Cody at the, the, the uh, 20, the 2016 season with the saints where the defense was mediocre and things never really went our way. And it was literally because Will Lutz was there that year. But his trajectory was low, and the thing was that a comes block, to mind... He was mind, a
1: human block party, is what he was.
10: Exactly. The Broncos game, where the dude, clearly oh he was my. out of bounds, but oh he blocked my. the kick and ran it back. He was out like, of
3: bounds, damn it.
10: And it just, yeah, so that's what scares me the most, is is that's 1A, 1B is Michael Thomas is not healthy, you know, he, he kind of goes in and out, Chris Olave. you know, God. I hate to be this guy, but... Saints Olave. rookie receivers, Olave, Chris, I mean, uh, Saints rookie receivers, if you go look at it, they all, in their very first year, get injured. You can go back. I'm pretty sure you can go back and look at all rookie yeah, it's receivers. a lot of them. The Meacham.
1: Cooks, cooks that's cooks. True. Meacham didn't even they,
10: play. Meacham, Cooks, Thomas. I want to see Thomas was injured. Uh, was he?
1: I don't think so. Was he? I don't
10: know. No, 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 no. Thomas was not. He wasn't okay. All right, I think Thomas may be an exception, but outside of that, like
1: that's Whenever what we're have-
10: Devery, Devery Henderson didn't play a snap as
3: rookie. That's either, right.
1: So, yeah, Devery Henderson yeah. didn't. He didn't do too He didn't do hardly anything his first two years.
3: Like, no, you're right. He's well, going well, into hey,
1: yeah. going into Sean Payton oh, well. in 2006. People were like, "He's not a Sean Payton guy. Are they going to cut him? Like, is he just going to be like a complete bust of a second round pick?"
3: We need to. We need to check in on. Mario Kulata, you've been waiting for a while. What's up, man?
5: Oh, nothing much.
1: Mario, do you feel like the Saints are going to win more or less than nine games? In- In- Mario, are you there? I think Mario's having some, some audio issue, uh, audio issues. Kevin... Yeah. Kevin, before we get out of here, I need you. Yep. Be, we, need, we need a recap of the date. It was positive on Monday. People want to know. People care about you. We want you to find love. We want you to be in a long-term, healthy relationship. How is the dating going?
7: How,
3: how
1: did the workout
3: date go? Uh,
7: workout date went well. Met her at, uh, at the gym. And yeah, like we like my my, my initial cons- my initial warrior thought was you know like so what what's gonna happen like is she gonna like am I gonna follow her around is she gonna follow me around like i I didn't know you know, I'd never really done one of those before, so I didn't know what was gonna happen, so she tells me what she normally does for cardio, I tell her what I normally do, and go in the locker and and, and put our stuff away and then come back. And then so we start doing what I do. And then after that, she's like, all right, well, I'm going to go off and do my thing. I'm going to do this and this. You go off and do whatever you're going to do. And I was like, okay, cool. Great. Like not up in each other's business, actually going to the gym to actually work out and do our thing. and.
3: Yeah, sure. Did
7: you share
1: a protein uh, shake so, after. So, so far
3: basically you didn't do anything at all together and you went your separate ways and did your own thing is what I'm hearing.
1: Correct. You yeah, didn't but do like, the Peloton side by side? Even
7: No, no, no. No, we did cardio together side by side, but we were both listen, you know, we both had our ear oh, ear that's... earbuds headphones on, Jesus. so No, this no, this is great. That that's what I w- if 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 I go to the gym with somebody
1: I, have I minimal, just know in, in, minimal interaction. Like, but like, like. Okay. I
3: so, so what happened? You you were done, and then you went for drinks afterwards,
1: or it was
7: oh like, yeah, okay, no, no, no. Like afterwards.
3: Well, bye. See you later.
7: Hang on, Juge. I can barely hear you. You sound yeah.
1: You... Juge's audio um, is awful.
7: Yeah. So so we so we went back to her place, uh, showered, and watched some TV and hung out. And I ended up spending the night there, and uh, drove back home the next morning.
1: Did you watch a Netflix movie? Did you watch a series? Did you watch Hulu? Did you watch a... Oh, uh, what series? was the
7: show? She what did she put on? She put on a uh, Nathan for you.
1: That's pretty good.
3: Yeah,
7: well,
1: pretty well, good. That, yeah, that, that,
3: that's that, that's about enough. Mario, you <laughs> get you, get, you get, <laughs> get. All right, I'm hopping out. Mario, you get one more. I'm shot here, here. here. I'm here. I'm- I'm here. I'm here. I can hear
2: y'all.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead, Mario.
7: Well, I think we're going to be pretty good this year. I don't know how many we're going to do, win
1: or lose. But uh, do you – do? you know, I, I feel like Andrew and Mario, the, the NFC, I just look at it and I understand why Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen in Ireland are like – we can win. We can win. We can compete in this, you know. Whereas, I would if the Saints were in the AFC, Andrew, I would call this Saints offense season. I'd be like, this is madness. You are, you're not Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, you know, all. I'd be like, this is this is madness, Saints. You're you're going all in, and you're trying to, and, and, and you're like, the, you're you're potentially. Barely a playoff team in the loaded AFC. And the NFC, I totally see it. Like, I see a, I see a path for the Saints to be very successful. Is it likely? And eh, we can argue that. But there's a path. Hell, Jimmy G was a dropped interception away from the second Super Bowl of his in three years.
3: What do you think about that, Mario?
1: Well, I like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, B. Thanks, Mario. BJ, I want to go to. I, I want to get. I want to get. Um, I want to get to BJ before we get out of here. BJ, Saints over under in Vegas is eight and a half wins. What do you got?
4: I, look, 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 I'm a betting man. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I like it. I got to take the over. I feel like I got to take the over. The Chris Olave pick pick was amazing. I feel like that was much needed, and that's what what I wanted. I wanted us to go out. This free agency, for us to be complete, I wanted us to go out and get a receiver. And, and BJ, how are you feeling about Honey Badger? Oh, oh, fired up. I can't wait. (laughs) I cried. I I, I literally cried when we got it. I cried. I cried. Because it's like we lost Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams was cool. But, first of all, we got Marcus May. We got Marcus May and we got Tyron Matthew, amazing secondary. Yeah. I like our I like our defense. I love our defense. Rush rush defense, you know we always have the best rush defense. So, that's yeah. back. Pass defense going to be good. We in great shape.
1: Yeah, and I just feel like BJ, I feel like there's, there's a a very strong likelihood that we're in here in 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 October, November and the Saints are doing really well and the the people that banged on the Saints off season and they're drafted the Mina kinds and the Robert Mays of the world are gonna be like, mm-hmm. huh. NFL teams yeah. they just didn't sign Teron Matthew. They just let him sign and the Saints signed him on May and the Saints signed him on May third. Huh. That's just that just happened. And like why why are teams doing that? And it's just like they won't give the Saints any credit. They'll just bang on the other teams and they'll pretend like it just happened like magic. Like oh the Saints just stumbled into it and maybe it was a little bit of, yeah. of 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 good luck, but I just feel like Teron Matthew—he's still
4: really freaking good. And the, he's still yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people see he's thirty years old, but I said, man, for a thirty-year-old, that got some talent left.
1: Yeah, like and we and, got
4: him for three years.
1: Yeah, like and the thing is, BJ, that contract—if if he gives the Saints one one really good year. One so-so year, and in the third year, he's old and broken down, and it's time to retire as a mm-hmm. legend. Like we won't care, and yep, if he if he has Andrew. Now, look, granted, if they, if they win the Super Bowl or something like that, crazy, then it, he's icon. But but I really think if he just has a really really great year for the Saints, it will be memorable for a very very long time. Like if the Saints, I, and I don't think people. Go ahead. I was just gonna say if if the Saints win, like if they have like a two thousand type year where they go ten and seven or eleven and six and win a playoff game and that's it. And they and it was great and would be like that would be a fun Good freaking season. year, right? But if yeah. if they have that type of year and Teron Matthew is like in the conversation to be uh uh to be the defensive MVP, Andrew, I think we'll talk about this that this season for years because of Honey Badger.
4: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be in great shape this year. I just hope Chris Olave don't be another Trey Conn Smith. I can't stand Trey Conn Smith. <laughs> I, I hate I hate seeing him out there on the field. I, <sighs> Trey Conn Smith is I hope I hope Trevor's I hope Trevor be good for us this year too.
1: I mean the thing about Traquan <laughs> Smith is if you if you think about him as he's a guy can play every wide receiver position, he can block, and he's a guy that if teams forget to cover him and they forget he exists, he can be really good. If you think of him in that moment was with Drew Brees records. I know. He broke he broke him. Like like when when, <laughs> when teams forget that he's alive, he's really good. You know, I think we lost, uh, we lost Andrew, um, BJ, Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. Um,
4: and no questions, man. Um,
1: um uh, Michael, Mar- Michael Marino, he's a patron. He, he recently joined up Michael. Thanks for joining us. Saints over under eight and a half wins. What you got, Michael unmute yourself. Gotcha. You hear me? There you go. Over, under eight and a half wins.
5: I think it's easily over eight and a half because, I mean, I see five wins in the division pretty easily, and I think defense wins championships, and this defense is ridiculously good. Um, My biggest concern is is the offensive line because, you know, I, I like the weapons that we have at receiver. Like, I didn't like them when they were number one and number two last year, but I think at three and four with Callaway and Hardy, and now Olave, like Jameis, Jameis can go downfield. He can do all the things that he's done really well throughout his career, but he's got to have time. Mm-hmm. And then if we miss Kamara for, you know, four weeks, six weeks, whatever it is, then we're missing that threat up front that, you know, minimizes what those guys can do down the field too. So I think how the offensive line performs is is really what's going to dictate for us how, how well we do this year. <laughs>
1: I think that's I think that's a that's a really good point. I mean, they they need they can't they the thing that I think would really really hurt the Saints badly is if Ruiz continues to be Ruiz right, and Penning is slow to get going and he takes a while, then you're like having two weak spots and maybe you know Hurst is declines or whatever. So I think there's 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 a bit of a struggle with the offensive line. The thing is, though, Michael, I look at the NFC South, and 5-1, 4-2 and, one, four and two is the minimum. You got four wins there. You got Seattle. You get Arizona the first six weeks of the year without DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, the nerds will tell you, Arizona without DeAndre Hopkins, their offense is terrible. So like then then you you start taking up to six wins and you know the Raiders have a new coach the Saints play them and you know you look you look at the AFC North you're like oh it you know it's 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 Cincinnati and yeah they went made the Super Bowl but they won three playoff games by like a combined twelve points or something like Cincinnati's they're good but they're not a great team uh, Pittsburgh their quarterbacks in flux uh, Cleveland. Hey, pfft. Deshaun Watson, what if the Saints catch them and they're suspended, right? And 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 you get you don't get Deshaun Watson and they're going to get rid of Baker and you you get uh uh Case Keenum, right? So you know, Baltimore Lamar Jackson, he's great, but he can get banged up a lot cuz he runs and 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 Baltimore's offense, they don't have a receiver. So I just look at the Saints schedule, it's not that daunting to me. Uh I'm I'm very optimistic, and this to me this saint's off season has been fun because all the fun, all the interesting moves came at the end like it would still yeah. would still feel really good about the off season if they had done this. But if they had done it in reverse, like say they had signed Honey Badger on the first day of free agency, like Marcus Williams went to Baltimore and the Saints were like, boom, we signed Honey Badger. We would have been pumped that day. But then as time goes, it's like it's a normal thing. And then they did the trades for the draft pick. But because everything happened in the last week, it's May, it just gives you this energy for me going into the sort of doldrums where you know we'll have May, we'll have June, and then we'll get to July. And as we say at Saints Happy Hour, once you get to the middle of May, you don't want any Saints news because when you get into late May, June, Early July, the only Saints news then is bad news. So we're getting into that part of the year. But Michael, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a patron. That's right. Michael is a patron. You should become a patron too. We're the Great Saints Podcast. We give you podcast every day. You can listen to it at free. You get the booze bundle from my wife with two Saints Mardi Gras cups. A Saints player card, a Saints legend player card, a Saints shot glass, and if you become an annual subscriber, boom, you get a Saints season survival mug. So I'm just saying, you get all that for you get all that for like a hundred bucks for the whole year, and you get two months free. Last person we're gonna go to, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, better future Saints 2022 over under eight and a half wins. Better future. Unmute yourself, and then we'll get to you. You there, over? Easy. Over. So, so let let's say you're correct, and I believe you are. Saints go over eight and a half wins. Who's the player that's going to surprise people? And we're going to be we're going to do this spaces in December, and the Saints are going to be like eleven and five, and you're going to come back on, and you're going to say, Ralph. This is better future th- three zero. Remember in May when I came on Spaces and I said the Saints were going over eight and a half wins and I told you this Saints player that nobody was really talking about was going to have a great year and he's rocking and rolling and we're going to the playoffs. What player is that going to be?
9: I'm doing Chris Olave. be He's
1: going be to th- be better than even people think. He's going to be better than even people think. He's going, You think he's going to be like over a thousand yards, seventy-five, eighty catches, just just dominant, and people are going to be like, the Saints didn't give up enough to go and get him.
9: A we a week get before injury, Mike be, T, he don't need a
1: 800 yards. That's right. We're
9: gonna be, we gonna be dangerous.
1: we gonna, it, you know, I, I can't, like, like, and you tell me if if you think I'm just a prisoner, mobile, but I just think, honey badger. In the dome, I think it's gonna create an energy that people don't understand. Like we we we're excited about it and we think we know what it's gonna, but I think it's gonna be a different energy when we see that guy running out the tunnel and making plays in the dome. I think it's I think it's gonna be different. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna give the Saints defense a kind of jolt that you got from the dome patrol, if you're a Saints old head, if you're a little, a little bit younger, maybe the 2000 when they had they set the NF, then NFL record for sacks. Like I just believe Honey Badger is going to give the energy, that kind of energy in the dome in 2022. Maybe, I'm a, maybe I'm an LSU Homer. I don't care. I just feel like he's gonna he's gonna give us now, something really special.
9: I won't say you're LSU Homer. The defense, <laughs> I ain't gonna mention the defense because if the offense top fifteen. I think we going. We got a chance the Super Bowl with this team. If the offense top fifteen, the defense going to be unbelievable good. Yeah. No way. No way. This defense below top five.
1: Uh, listen. If the offense, if the offense is top fifteen, and the defense has is what it's been the last two years, they can win South. Like forget South. squeaking in the playoffs. Pulling the NoC skills South. Yeah, like like that's the thing with the NFC. You look at it. Tom Brady, the Saints beat him. Like He hasn't scored a touchdown at home against the Saints. The Rams, they're okay, but they don't scare me. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is great. They kept their defense together. They added some pieces, but their receivers are gone. Let's see how they do without Devontae Adams. And oh, by the way, just on the sheer numbers of it, what Green Bay has accomplished the last three years – Like, I'm not sure there's ever been four straight thirteen win seasons in NFL history. Like, doing it three times is the list is short. Like, even the Saints couldn't the Saints couldn't pull it off in in 2018, 2019, 2020. They went 13-3, 13-3, 12-4. Green Bay's trying to do it freaking four years in a row. The odds are they're not, right? So, like, I think the NFC we could be looking up, in, and thanks, thanks, for, thanks for joining, thanks for joining us, uh, Better Future. I really think we could be looking up in December, and it could be a giant pile of mediocrity. Like it could be 2006. Remember 2006? The Saints, they were 10 and five, and got to rest starters in week 17. And they still got the number two two seed. That's how atrocious the NFC was in 2006. I think it's potentially that again in 2006. People think I'm crazy because you say, oh, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers and you got Brady. and You got Matthew Stafford I'm t- and Dak Prescott. I'm telling you, just a couple injuries, a couple weird things happened. The NFC could be atrocious and you could have a 12-win team being the number one seed. And that's why I think the Saints have went for it. And guys, thanks for joining us tonight. We do this every week uh, on the Twitter Spaces, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, support the freaking show. We are doing a great job. We got Thomas. He's doing a ama- he has amazing sound bites, amazing videos that we're doing. Uh, and if you support the show, you allow my potential dreams to come true. Of Lion Thomas and in Poland uh, doing a live show, buying a better camera, buying a better mic, and retiring and podcasting uh, and do and and doing Twitter Spaces every day, all week long uh, from my den, wearing no pants. So consider making my dreams come true and becoming a patron. Saint, go to Saintshappyhour.com. Make that happen. So guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you Monday on The Big Show.